Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. We have been looking at what I have titled prayer from Luke chapter 11 and verse 1, as well as Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9 to 13. This is the scripture which most of us have come to know and call the Lord's Prayer. This Lord's Prayer is only a pattern that Jesus taught his disciples as well as all would-be disciples of which you and I and many more people who will come in will follow to learn and know how to communicate with God our Father. And I have said in looking at the Lord's Prayer in our previous broadcast, there are 10 lessons that I draw. There could be more, but there are 10 lessons, 10 components to this pattern of prayer. The first we have said is prayer must be sweet, which is prayer must contain worship. The first thing we do in prayer is to bring God worship, to kiss the one we love, to tell the one we love our love story. Then the second component of prayer is that prayer must be sound, which is that prayer must be based on the word of God as the language of heaven. Thirdly, we said prayer must be simple. Prayer must not be difficult at all. Today, for the fourth component of this prayer pattern or lesson to learn, prayer must be specific. Why do I say prayer must be specific? The Lord taught us, give us today our daily bread. This day, not tomorrow. Not trying to make the whole prayer so cumbersome that we think that we must tell God the story that passed. How much our parents are suffering and we are struggling and we wonder, can we get food to eat today? And there's no money in there. He knows there's no money in the house. He knows you don't have a job. He knows you don't have anyone. God knows everything. You don't need to try to create an encyclopedia to define what food. Just tell God, please give me food to eat today. Just as we saw in the simplicity of prayer, that it must be simple. So also in the fourth aspect of prayer, say, give us today our daily bread. Specific. What you need for today. Is it fufu you need today? Ask God, I need fufu today. As I share this, I'm reminded of in my own life, several times I will ask God for a specific meal that I desire to eat. And maybe there's no money in the house. Either somebody brings me that same food I want to eat, somebody invites me out of the blue. God today is still having angels all around us. What happened to Elijah, for instance? When he was by the brook and he was hungry, I believe Elijah stood there. He told God exactly what he needed. Hot bread. God was sending him hot bread, if that was his heart's desire. 
ravens were bringing Elijah bread to eat. God said, ask me today for what you eat. Ask me today that you need school fees for your children. Ask me today that today I need a car. I need righteousness. Whatever you need, be specific. We have a culture where most of us walk into people's homes and they ask us, what would you want to drink? And we say anything. I believe that when we walk around with the mindset that we want anything, nothing good comes our way. Because what is anything? You must know what you want. Even God said, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you the desires of your heart. My friend, God wants you to talk to him. He is a loving father. He wants to hear your heart. And there's no reason why in prayer we should be afraid. We should just tell God exactly what we want. Anything is not good for you. You are a child of God. You are an inheritor of the possessions of heaven. Whatever Jesus Christ has is mine and it is yours. And so you can go in and tell God exactly what you want from him. Heal my sickness. Heal this sickness which I can talk to no one about. He knows. There's a man in the Bible whose story I like so much. When I think of somebody being so specific in what they want. In 1 Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10, the Bible says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Jabez was born in pain. The mother gave birth to Jabez in pain. And whatever made her go through that pain caused her to call her son Jabez, meaning pain, because he said, I gave birth to him in pain. But one day Jabez got up and he cried out to the Lord of Israel. And he said to him, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I'll be free from this pain. What is your pain? This pain is a specific thing. What is your specific pain? Jabez's specific pain is mockery. I believe people mocked him. They hear his name and they will laugh at him. So he was walking under shame. He felt intimidated. He was afraid for his life. People may see him in town and throw stones at him. And maybe the enemy is throwing stones at you. So you are at a little corner. Life is not treating you well. And I believe Jabez had a little corner to himself. He cannot go out publicly for people will mock at him. Jabez said, God, bless me. But bless me is so general that the man had to tell God specifically what kind of blessing he was looking for. He said, enlarge my territory. My friend, God wants to enlarge you. You have been where you are for too long and life is dynamic and you have a big, huge God, a progressive God, and he wants to take you to another level. He does not want you to mark time. He does not want you to stand still. Your life cannot be stagnant. If you find your life being stagnant, don't be afraid to tell God, enlarge my territory. And place your hand on me. When God's hand is placed on you, it's a hand of victory. It's a hand of favor. It's a hand of progress. It's a hand of promotion. It's a hand of honor. The man said, honor me. And place your victorious right hand on me. When God places his hand on you, he will lift you up. He will not bring you down. He will not crush you. He will lift you up. For he's your glory and the lifter up of your head. Your head has been bowed in shame for long. Talk to God. Take away this pain. What is that pain? That you have caused abortions? 
You are walking with the guilt. The Bible says there's now no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Ask him that I've sinned so greatly against you. I've sinned against heaven and against earth. I've done so much wrong against my family and people's husbands or wives. I've stolen and I'm a robber. I've done so much wrong, God, and I feel I'm not worthy of you. Please forgive me and take this shame from me. God, enlarge my territory. Jabez prayed a specific prayer. What specific prayer are you praying? I can chronicle volumes of specific prayers that I have prayed. Sometimes it may look as if God is not answering. As I talk right now, I'm reminded of a man who lived many centuries ago by name George Mueller. It was said that 50,000 prayers were answered by God, which George Mueller prayed. Out of those 50,000 prayers, 30,000 of them were answered within 24 hours. God wants to do the same for you, my friend. I am challenged to see the God who is not a stone, he's not a wood. He created us in his image. He feels, he sees our tears, he feels our pains, he touches our humanity, our infirmity. That God wants to answer my prayer and your prayer. Talk to him specifically. Let it not be cumbersome. The fifth thing we learn in this pattern of prayer we call the Lord's Prayer is that prayer must be sincere. Prayer must be sincere. You know why prayer must be sincere? Nothing is hidden before the Lord. He knows us. He formed us. He formed, in fact, I like how David pulls it. Where can I go to hide from you? Psalm 139. Should you go under the sea, God is there. He sees your unformed frame. He created you. So why do you think the same way we stand before one another and we, we talk about black and we say it's white? We take the same thing to God in prayer. And we mean black and yet we tell God it's white as if he doesn't know. And Jesus has this to say. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5, he said, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. Do not be like the hypocrites. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. What did Jesus mean? Shortly, Jesus meant that when you pray, do not be a hypocrite. That means you must be sincere. Hypocrisy could easily be the opposite of sincerity. God knows what you want to say. Say it. Recently, something happened. And I was alone in the presence of the Lord. And I didn't understand. And I said, God, I'm angry. I'm angry at you. He's my father. Theologically, those who are doctrinally correct will say, how dare you say that to God? Oh, yes. And I permit many people to tell me how dare you say that to God. Because he's sovereign. He's majestic. He's powerful. But that same God is my father. Your father. He knows me more than everybody. You could shut in and pretend everything is okay. And you go to church and you dance. And yet you have questions for God. Ask God those questions. When Job came to where he didn't understand God anymore, why he had been walking righteously before God and yet was going through so much pain, so much torment, so much harassment from Satan, from friends, from family, he didn't understand anymore. 
he faced God. After all, what happened? God only had to come and rebuke Job, correct Job, encourage Job, and then bless Job. Isn't it beautiful? Rather be honest with God than pretend before a holy God who knows that you and I, we mean one thing we are saying another. Prayer must be sincere, my friend. As I bring this broadcast to a close, I want you to know that God loves you and I. He is our father and he wants us to come in. He wants us to talk to him and he wants to talk to us. He knows our deepest pains. He knows our challenges. He knows our sufferings. He knows the tears of the night. He's holding in his hand all that heaven has prepared for you and I. His blessing is available, but you have to come. Maybe as you listen to me, you don't even have a relationship with him. Maybe as you listen to him, you doubt if prayer really works. You have a relationship, but you are doubting your father. You are God, your Lord and your Savior. My friend, it doesn't matter where you are at. As you listen, please come in. God is beckoning you to come in. Come. Come. Enter into his presence. His arms are opened. He said, can a mother forget the child? She he said, yes, she may, but I will not forget you for I'm holding you in my palms. This day as you hear him speak to you, through his handmaiden, I urge you, I encourage you, pray with me if you don't know him. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I'm sorry I've turned my back on you. Please forgive me. Cleanse me with the blood of Jesus Christ which poured on Calvary for my sake. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Make me your own. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Lord. And Father, I thank you for all those who pray this prayer. Bless them with the blessing of salvation. Bless them and fill them with your Holy Spirit. Make them steadfast and establish them in the faith. Let your favor rest upon them. For as many others who have not prayed this prayer, whatever their challenges that they keep calling on you, give them the grace to continue to stand firm in their faith and trust you that you are the God who answers by fire. I thank you for hearing this. In Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.